0: Check, check. Welcome to a special edition of the Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority uh, senior writer Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demling. and, and
1: the demons be gone, Michael. Get rid of those demons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> certainly one worthy of a Cards Cast, that's for sure. I mean, my goodness, the nine game win streak against Virginia is over. Uh, yeah, if you remember what seat you were in today, maybe whenever Virginia comes to the Yum Center in the future, try to sit in that same seat. But Obviously, a lot of good things happened for the Cardinals today.
1: No, and and I think the the craziest thing about it is is that you score 80 points against Virginia. Like Chris said, like Tony Bennett kind of said, I mean, Louisville uh, did it in a different way than what they've been doing other games. In the first half, they hit a bunch of threes. And in the second half, they went inside and and did their thing in there. And and I think that that shows the mark of a good uh, of a team that just continues to get better and better.
0: One thing that, that impressed me is during his, uh, the pregame press conference on Friday, um, I kind of posed the question to Chris Mack about does the team need to show some patience against this Virginia defense? I mean, you know, because everybody works the game, works the position to the shot clock. Whenever you're playing Virginia, and he, his answer, you know, basically, we're just going to continue to do what we do. That might be
1: a shot early in the shot clock or, or late in the shot clock. And,
0: and that's pretty much what came to fruition. I mean, they kind of got out and made Virginia get up and down the floor.
1: Well, you, if you noticed, Darius Perry's first shot, the one he hit from just in front of the, of the Virginia bench, was yep. deep into the shot clock. I think there were six seconds left on the shot clock. The second shot that he hit was early in the shot clock. It was like it was like literally you know, five seconds gone in the shot clock. So Louisville did they, – they took what they gave them in, in, a, in a lot of sense. Louisville took what they gave them. And in the second half, I, I just thought – I made Steven and Malik our kind of players of the game combined yeah. because I really thought that Louisville could do whatever they want inside when they did. And you know what, the, because of the fouls and because of the way they were getting it inside was because of Malik. I mean, it opened up for David Johnson because of Malik and Steven and what they were doing and, and Huff couldn't double off or, or the other big kid that they put in there. Neither one of those guys could come off of those guys because those guys were having such a good half.
0: And they both, when they were in there, playing and during that second half, really playing with authority. I mean, we saw Stephen working, it seemed like, with a little more determination than, we, than we're typically seeing from him, which led to some big buckets, some big rebounds from him. And, and Malik continues to play well down the stretch for the Cardinals in games. And, and, and how about this? So We've seen global struggle in multiple phases of the game you know, throughout the, or throughout the season. You know, whether it be, you know, somebody scoring besides Jordan Warr, turnovers recently, we've seen free throws being issued today, 21 of 24. And you really got to tip your hat to guys like Malik Williams down the stretch, you know, David Johnson hitting some really clutch free throws so they could, you know, come back from that two point deficit and pull out that victory.
1: Yeah, 21 of 24 in the second half, by the way. Didn't have a free throw attempt in the first half. But yeah, Michael, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the other thing is turnovers only six. They cut yep. down their turnovers, what they've been doing. Now Virginia's not a, a, you know, get in your face and kind of pressure you kind of team. So you would have, you would assume that that was going to be the case. But that was the, that was the fewest of the year. Tied the Youngstown State game for the, for the fewest of the year. Out rebounded them 31 to 19. And just when you think that, uh, that you've got the lineup figured out, and maybe there's a switch, and you put David in there or whatever, <laughs> all the guards come through. And I know people keep talking about different things. Look, the way they're winning is different guys stepping up at different times, and that's the mark of a championship team when they don't worry about it. I, I saw a clip at the very end where Darius was jumping up, going crazy on the bench because DJ was in there getting making the play. It was it, Chris. Chris is pushing the right buttons right now, and as long as they continue to do that, this team's going to continue to win.
0: Yeah, I mean certainly, you know, a lot of room still to grow, but a lot of things we've heard throughout the season,
1: whether you know it's batting, backcourt
0: issues or whatever it may be, the physical or mental toughness, you're starting to see them check off these boxes. They're showing now, you know, last year they, they found ways to lose. Now they're finding ways to win, and, and it's coming from different areas. We've seen different guys become, you know, the leading score. So they're starting to check off those boxes. Like you said, you know, a championship contender that uh, that really can, you know, give them a
1: nice push once March gets here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, Well, and and I tell you this was there's here's another uh, another thing that happened today, and it kind of goes uh it kind of goes under the radar a little bit because they won, but Louisville didn't have a but one field goal, I think one field goal in the last four and a half or five close to five minutes that came with three ten left. They didn't have a field goal in the final three minutes, but you know what? In that in the final seven or eight minutes, they were taking the ball to the basket and getting fouled. And that's just as good. That's what you that's what you're going to have to do in a big tournament game. And and I felt like that was a situation today where it kind of felt like a, a, a tournament game. I'm super excited with the way this team's trajectory is. And the fact I was talking, I was talking to one of the coaches after the game. The fact of the matter is Louisville beat. A Virginia team that's getting better and that's going to be very tough to beat them in Charlottesville, by the way, uh, at the end yeah. of the season, because they are getting better and they're going to make the tournament. There's no question in my mind, they're going to end up making the tournament. But Louisville is getting better. And there's still room for improvement. This team is not even close to peaking. And a lot of that is because David Johnson was hurt early in the season and, and that kind of thing. But there's still little things that they need to get better at, that they can get better at, that they're going to make them better by the end of the season, Michael.
0: Yes. And something that really impresses me, you know, we heard a, you know a couple of people say it after the game. That if you look at this stat sheet, and I know that the players were posing this question, and, and you see that Virginia hits 11 of 22 from beyond the three-point the three line, they hit you know over 50, well 30, 53% of their shots from the floor, and you come, up, they score what 73 points, and Louisville comes away a winner. I mean, those yeah. kind of numbers from Virginia looks like it's going to be a Virginia blowout, but Louisville continued, you know, to find their way to you know whether it be at the free throw line late, going in late during the second half or their hot start, they're finding the ways to get done in big games. And, you know, now 10 wins in a row. All
1: right, a huge week coming up this week because, of, because both road games are games that you should win. At Georgia Tech will be tough. I've said, go back three or four pod, cards cast that we've done, Michael. Georgia Tech is, is really improved and really, I, I think, playing well, although they did lose today to Pitt. And then you go to Clemson. Get these two wins this week, and that really sets you up looking pretty darn good as far as the ACC tournament uh, is concerned and as far as the, uh, uh, the seating for that ACC tournament. All right, real quick, Michael, before we, uh, before we uh, uh, sign off here, I want to throw this in out there, too. A big visitor out there today, Roosevelt Wheeler from Virginia. He is a big-time kid. Coach Mack uh, and Coach Begeese last week saw Roosevelt Wheeler and Efton Reed, both post players from the class of 2021 from Virginia on the same day. I, from what I've been told, they loved them both. But Efton Reed, quite honestly, is going to be a hard get. I think it, he's a guy that, uh, uh, a guy that looks like uh, he's got Virginia written all over him. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. I think they'll try to get him here for a visit and they'll try to continue to recruit him. But with Roosevelt Wheeler coming today, came with some of his uh, his AAU uh, uh, coaches and, 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 and the people around him in the AAU program. And he enjoyed it. From what I'm told, they spent a long time with Coach Mac after the game uh, back in the, in the locker room. And then he left. I'm supposed to talk to him tonight. He's a tough kid to get a hold of. But hopefully. Uh, we'll get a chance to talk to him, but I'm hearing really good things about it. I'm not sure he's a kid. I would say, well, he looks like he's going to commit, but he's a kid that Louisville looks like they're going to be in the final two or three uh, for him moving forward. The way that they've uh, kind of upped their recruitment uh, in his process here uh, just in the last month or so. And he is a big time kid who's going to have a lot of, uh, of schools coming after him uh, after the season he's had. So, A little bit of an update. Hopefully we'll get to get to chat with him and uh, and and get a a, an update from him uh, at some point. But just wanted to kind of throw that out there for everybody that uh, uh, that Roosevelt Wheeler was definitely there today. I was told he really enjoyed himself, looked like he was enjoying himself. And Coach Mack spent a long time with him in the in the locker room afterwards. And uh, uh, I'm excited to hear what the kid has to say about the uh, the atmosphere, because they definitely need a big man in that class. Michael.
0: And you know, so wrapping up a good day, Louisville improves at 21 and 3 overall, 12 and 1 in the ACC. 13 games into the ACC slate, and they're continuing to sit alone at the top of the ACC standings.
1: Yes, definitely so. And like I said, a big week coming up here this week, as uh, we will uh, we'll have it all for you here uh, at CardinalAuthority.com. Just keep clicking, and we will keep uh, we'll keep you informed on everything going on. I went and saw Bryce Hopkins last night. Well, we'll try to write that story a little bit tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, boy, he is a big-time player. And uh, I'm excited for this season and uh, super excited for uh, moving forward. This has been a special edition, a get-those-demons-out-of-here edition. <laughs> the Cardinals in the nine-game losing streak to Virginia today. Special edition of Cards Cast. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7.